0: I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum.
1: And now, broadcasting live, it's time for the Kick-Ass Radio Show. Your place for motivation, inspiration, and edumacation each week. Our host Christopher Roush and his guest share what it takes for you to have an unstoppable attitude for your personal and professional success. And now, for your host, Mr. Kickass himself,
0: Christopher Roush. It's my.
1: That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to live while I'm alive. That's Bon Jovi. It's my life. And you eyes are all on the Kick-Ass Radio Show with me, your host, Christopher Roush. And we have a fabulous Kick-Ass Show ready for you today. And that I have to give credit for. That's our brand new opening for the Kick-Ass Radio Show, courtesy of a great friend of mine, Ed Banderley. Thank you, Ed. You rock you are awesome. Uh, Ed is uh, Ed works for uh, another radio network, who is awesome, and I just want to say thank you, buddy. I love it. I love it. So, anyways, like uh, like we said, we are your place for motivation, inspiration, and education. And of course, I'm Christopher Roush. I'm your host i uh, been doing this now for 113 shows live here every Monday night, 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, and what we do here is we bring you a guest every single week that comes on here and shares five tips that you can begin using to have an unstoppable attitude for personal or and or professional success. Uh, we've had some amazing guests over the year, uh, over the almost two years, really. Um, we've had New York Times bestselling authors, we've had coaches and actors and authors and uh, stay-at-home moms. We've just had all sorts of stuff. we talked about anti-bullying. We've talked about uh, surviving death and what happens after death. We've talked about all sorts of things designed so that you can have a kick-ass life. I mean, that's, it's just about having all those different things and those variables in your life. I have a blast talking to all these different kinds of people. Tonight we're going to be talking about marketing. And you may sit there and say, well, you know, I don't have a business or I don't do marketing, but, you know, I just want to tell you before you turn off, we all do marketing we're marketing ourselves constantly every single day so uh stay just uh stay stay with us for just a few moments we're going to bring on our guest in just a second um but again you know we've uh we've just had some amazing shows and if you want to go back and check out those shows some people have said you know chris i missed your show um, it actually goes to podcast, so it's kind of cool. So after the show airs about 45 minutes later, it goes to I, uh, goes to uh, iTunes, and it gets podcasted there. So you can go back and listen to every single show and check them out for yourself. Uh, all you have to do is just go over to my website. It's com. R-A-U-S-C-H, ChristopherRausch.com. Go over to the Radio Show tab. Halfway down, there's a link to iTunes. If you don't like iTunes, there's actually a player embedded there in the website. And, of course, as always, you can go just to the website, TheKickAssRadioShow.com, and subscribe there so you never miss an episode. Coming up, we actually give you email alerts, and uh, we let you know what's going on. So uh, just a little bit of business. Just wanted to let you know about that. And speaking of guests, last week we had a, a friend of mine who is also my uh, my nutritional coach, Dr. Linda Marquez, came on here and uh, just had a great conversation talking about you know what it takes to be healthy both in your mind and your body and uh, for those of you guys who listen to the show, you know we talked about um, some simple ways you know that you actually can just start taking progressive goals or progressive steps um, to have a healthier out- attitude and an outlook. Uh, I know for one, when I started with her, I did not understand grass-fed stuff versus you know regular stuff and, and, and free-range chicken and all that other stuff, but it really does make a difference what you put into your body. And if you really want to have a kick-ass life, and you know I'm very passionate about health. Um, and, I, and I don't claim to be a god about it. I do have my cheat days, and I'm, and I'm not 100% perfect, but, you know, overall, I do care about my health. I want to stay out of a hospital. Um, we just talked about different ways that you can do those things so that you don't feel, you know, overworked, like you have to spend 20 hours in the gym or you have to feel deprived. So I encourage you to go back and listen to that show if you didn't get a chance to catch it live um, or you haven't listened to it on the podcast, because Dr. is amazing. She's a sweetheart of mine, a friend of mine, uh, and just has really made a big impact in my life um over the last couple of years so just go back and check that out and speaking of uh speaking of guests tonight my guest is is also a friend of mine I've got the opportunity to know him over the last couple of years, we, uh, we were in the same mastermind for a while. Uh, his name is Hank Uloff and he's a targeted marketing tactician. And he's got over 30 years experience. He's had more experience than I've been alive. Uh, I'm just kidding. No, I've actually been alive a little bit longer than that. But he's got 30 years of experience keeping companies top of mind with their customers. And if, uh, if you are in business or you work at a business, you know, you've got to think about everybody as your customer. And we're going to talk about that tonight because I think people lose sight of that. Um, Your customers are the the ones, you know, they may not always be right, but they're always the customer. So I think that's important. And Hank began his career uh, working for various media outlets before opening uh, Promotionally Minded Marketing in 1997. Uh, What they do is they specialize in targeted marketing plans, logo development, client retention, and appreciation programs, and promotional products. And Hank is also the author of two marketing books, not one, but two. Uh, The first one I love, it's 49 Stupid Things People Do With Their Business Cards and How to Fix Them, and also his new book is called The Marketing Checklist, 80 Simple Ways to Master Your Marketing, which has just launched, get this, this is awesome, uh, as a bestseller on Amazon.com. And uh, as well, uh if he if he wasn't already busy enough, he's also uh, a radio show host, much like me. Uh he has a hoax, he hosts a weekly radio show uh with the same name. Um so and uh without any further uh, hesitation, let's welcome to the Kick ass Radio Show, Mr. Hank Uloff. Hank, are you with us tonight?
0: Hey, oh one second, Chris. I gotta pull I gotta finish this chocolate Sunday. I'm I'm just finishing. Yeah, I you got a finish. It. Sund- yeah, I'm just I'm just one more spoonful. I, I need to put it aside. I heard you were uh you you were a big fan of chocolate sundays, So, I I Oh, brought I you love
1: one. I love chocolate sundays, especially from Farrell's with peanuts on it and everything. Um so yeah, you you go ahead and stuff your face and I'll sit okay, here and carry then. on this wonderful interview. <laughs> cool. How you I'm, doing buddy? I'm
0: I'm, I'm actually uh, broadcasting. I'm coming to you from my radio studio. We have a 12,000 square foot studio that uh, my wife Sharon and I do our radio show from, and my with the ice cream Sunday bar is right next to the uh, the pie Fight section over near the koi pond. But that's where we're where I'm talking to you from today.
1: <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, welcome to the Kick House Radio Show, my friend. Thank you for being on the show tonight. And uh, I'm
0: basically- so happy to be
1: here. <laughs> I basically gave uh, everybody the textbook introduction of you and what I'd like for you to do in your own very poetic and passionate words, my friend, just share with the, uh, the listeners who you are, what you're about, and what makes you a kick-ass guy
0: use the kick-ass guy part. You know, I, well, I get to use the word kickass. I like that. Are there any other words we can use today that that uh, we would normally not use? Just wanted to check. You
1: can use any word you want. And just for those listeners okay. out there under the age of 12, you might want to put earmuffs on because we're going to say shit, fuck, crap, damn, and anything Thank else that comes goodness to goodness
0: mind. Did you said them cuz uh, we run it we run a tote board on our show and and so far <laughs> I, I'm ahead 5 to 1 over my producer I, every now and then one <laughs> slips. So, yeah, it's, um, it's I got into, it's I got into here. marketing. Uh, got into marketing because you know those tests they take uh, when you're in high school that tell you what you're supposed to do. Uh, I was either supposed to be in the clergy or I was supposed to go into sales. <laughs> and <laughs> same thing. and uh, since I'm Jewish, I don't speak. You know, I, learning how to speak Hebrew was really not good for me because I, you know, I'm not good with foreign languages. So sales it is. Uh, and in looking at what, what to do and how to do it. Uh, I was really drawn into the whole world of how companies promote themselves uh, back when I was in high school. Uh, got to take a go to a uh, stockholders meeting for a company called Beatrice Foods, uh, which has now changed into a couple of different names. Uh, but a whole bunch of us from uh, LA Unified High School got to go, and I thought it was really neat. And I wondered what what department of a company puts on programs like that. Uh, turns out it was public relations, so I, I started heading down that road. Um, a lot of twists and turns since then, uh, and I've been really fortunate in the last few years that uh, my wife and I have, have started working together to help companies market themselves and, and increase their sales.
1: Wow, you and your wife both work together in the same same family-owned business, right?
0: Yeah, and you know, I, I fought it for a long time because I have worked with so many companies that that are husband-wife, and it's about fifty-fifty to see you know if they're going to work well or work not. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to jinx it because the the most important thing is is our marriage, far more important than you know my business. Um, but we figured out a way to get into the shallow end and. and see how it would work, and then then we were able to dive into the deep end because it's working wonderfully.
1: Wow, that's awesome. So you not only get to be with your best friend, but you also get to have a great business associate that you know has your best interest in mind, right?
0: Absolutely. I have the best business partner in the world.
1: Wow. Do you ever have sex during working hours?
0: Um, You know, I could probably (laughs) answer that question, but I know that Sharon is going to hear this. So here's what I'm going to tell you, Chris. Yes. No.
1: <laughs> no?
0: No. Do not fraternize
1: with your employees?
0: Absolutely not. There are rules against fraternizing with employees during work hours. Um, Sharon has a background in human resources, so for me to make any sort of a pass at her during business hours uh, would, would send me to the HR department, and I, I would have to answer to that.
1: <laughs> You've been a bad boy, Hank. Oh, hey, look, I'm awesome. not asking
0: you. I'm not asking since it's your show. I'm not, no, I'm. You know what? I'm not going to go to your level, man. I could have. <laughs> I could have just gone there and asked you if you masturbate during your business hours, but I'm not going to do that. Really? We're no, here to man, talk we'll about marketing there. and helping client, companies make <laughs> get better money and crap like that.
1: Yeah, you're blushing. You're picturing me in a bandana. Aren't I you? am
0: so not blushing, <laughs> uh, dude. If you... Have you? Oh man, I am so not blushing. You want to go toe to toe? I can do that. You yeah, uh, have yeah, ten
1: minutes of so, the show, and look what you're doing already. All right. So Mark, hey, by
0: the way, I really like your new opening.
1: Thank I, you. I thank love you that have. one. Yeah, it, awesome. it was funny. That's I
0: was. I, I heard you do that, and I used Van Halen for my opening. In fact, I played the opening for my own radio show into my headset before I came on, just so I could get in the mood to to catch up to your level of energy.
1: Nice. Nice. Yeah, and I'm feeling pretty energetic today. I don't know why. Uh, I, I did some crack and some speed earlier, and it kind of wore off, but it's actually you maintained. You did
0: not. You do not do crack. You know, you say that. The, the last time you did drugs was like decades ago. Don't don't even start.
1: How did you know? It was like 1989, actually, I think.
0: Exactly, I did because I, I know you. your heart, your heart is such that uh, you can joke about it, but you, you would no sooner do drugs than you would, um, let's see, I don't know. Jump into the the bear cage at the LA zoo just to play with the bears.
1: Well I might I, I might wanna I might want to pet the bears, you know, they're kinda cute and everything, but um no but I, you I, wouldn't I, uh, do that. <laughs> yeah, well back in the old days I might. But anyways, so um we're talking about marketing. So what like question I said, can I answer
0: for you, Christopher?
1: What?
0: <laughs> so what question can I answer for you today?
1: Well hang on one second, I got a question coming up. Um you know and for the people out there listening i kind of promised the show that you know we can we can talk about traditional marketing and as far as the business sense goes and okay i own a, a bricks and mortar store I own, I own a service and i do marketing but wouldn't you agree that this day and age that we're all we all should be marketing ourselves whether we're working a 9 to 5 job you know anywhere shape and form you know what's your what's your take on that Hank because it's 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 really interesting. I was just helping somebody who lost their job and I said, you know, so what kind of what kind of uh networking and stuff have you done before this so that you have something, you know, to kind of fall back on? What kind of marketing have you been doing for yourself? And they said, you know, honestly, Chris, I haven't been doing anything, but that's a great idea. So I wanted to see what you thought about that.
0: Well, let's let's take it from the beginning. Uh if you ever wanted to go on a date, you had to market yourself. You know, you, you had to dress up you had to ask that person out and you had to face the possible rejection of um the girl that you had a crush on since 7th grade and wouldn't oh wait I'm going to get into my personal story we're not doing that part um <laughs> you have to be marketing yourself and every time you're going to go on go into a job interview and and Please don't do that. Go work for yourself. It's much more fun, but if you're going to go into a job interview, you have to be prepped for that and it it starts with resume stuff and how that's going to look. So you are marketing yourself um it, when, and if you if it comes to that, uh, I would give you a tip in that I would be very careful what you put on social media. uh mm-hmm. I had a client I had a client pulled me into his office and he said, "What can I do about this?" and he showed me his kid's Facebook page. And there were a lot of pictures you would not want an employer to see. So basically what I would say is uh, no bathing suits, no alcohol, you know, nothing that that could possibly make you look bad. And that all goes in the the persona that you're going to put out.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. No, it's very true. I actually, I've heard recently a lot that uh, companies are like saying, "Hey, would you friend request me on your Facebook page so we can see what kind of person you are?" Um, exactly. You know, I've actually, I've actually had to uh, help my wife with this uh, because she will get on there. She was notorious for posting a lot of political stuff on there. I'm like, babe, you're in sales. You know, Uh-oh. your your clients Uh-oh. are going to be looking at this stuff. Um, you know, yeah, you're entitled to your opinion, free speech, but, you know, if if somebody is hardcore Republican and can't stand, you know, you just, you might, they might not want to do business with you. You just got to be careful about that. And even I have to be careful about that sometimes because I still work a traditional nine to five job and then I do the speaking and the coaching and everything else on the side. But yeah, you're absolutely right. You got to be careful. And I know even for me that when I've gone to hire people is I'll go Google their name and there's been some guys I found that were going to come work in our warehouse and I was like, whoa, yeah, I don't want uh, gangsters homeboy there, you know, holding a gun, uh, working in my warehouse. That would
0: be, that would be an instant. No, I would see that. And it would, they wouldn't even get, they probably wouldn't even get a, an interview. Um, the last, you know, the last time I had to interview people was, you know, when I was working for another company and that was years ago and we didn't have the ability to check people out as closely. You had the references that you'd call and that was really about it. But now with the with the internet, I can see into your life. And as long as you're going to talk about the the politics part, uh, I'm going to give you a tip for social media. And, and just know that I have blown and broken every one of these rules. Um, I would not. I would <laughs> not, oh man. In fact, I, I wrote a post one time, and I have to go find it because it ranks all five in one. Um, but no <laughs> nice. talking about politics. Because the the country is pretty much down the middle, 50-50. So you're going to piss off somebody. And remember, when it whether you're selling yourself or selling your company or whatever, our job is to fill the funnel and put as many people into your sales funnel as possible. Not everybody that meets you is going to buy. Not everyone that meets me is going to buy, unbelievably enough. But <laughs> I know that, for example... I, well, you know, I'm an acquired taste, just like you are, just like your yep. wife is, just like any salesperson. So the idea is to get as many people into that sales funnel as possible, and more importantly, uh, open up the bottom end of that funnel as wide as possible. But if you're talking about politics, and I- I'd be happy to, yeah, you know, I would be happy to go down that road. Um, I- I'm, I'm, my political beliefs are really strong. And I know that this next year is going to be terrible because it's a presidential election. Um, So I I have a note to myself to stop. Uh, But also, don't talk about sex. And, you know, uh, I I don't want to hear it. In fact, I use use a way of clearing out my friend list. Um, I want to get rid of a certain type of person off my friend list. So I'll go on and say, you don't think my friend's... um, Greg and Harvey should have been allowed to get married and please unfriend yourself. And I tell them where the friend button is. Ooh, um, nice. Well, you know, I uh, also talking about religion. Uh, I, I realize that, that your relationship with the universe, however you see her uh, is important, but I don't need to see it. Um, right. Three of them. I also would be careful about sports. And let's just talk in Los Angeles terms. Um, half, you know, a good part of the city is the UCLA fans, and a good part are, are USC fans. Um, I happen to have gone to San Diego State, so I don't, I have no dog in that fight. But if you start saying, you know, go SC, go SC, you're going to piss off a lot of people. hmm yep. you know, Same thing. Uh, Dodgers, Giants, Red Sox, Yankees, uh, Ohio State, Michigan. Any of those, and that can hurt you. And and the fifth one, try and you know, avoid negativity. Um, let's say that you had a bad example with a certain dry cleaner, and you go on and you berate that dry cleaner. Um, somebody's going to read that and think, wow, if, if Christopher does business with me and then he's going to talk about me like that on Facebook, I don't know that I want to do business with him. What exactly. if I make a mistake?
1: So yeah. there's
0: there's your personal social media marketing.
1: That's great. That's great. That, and I, I totally I totally agree with a lot of those. Those are those are very impactful because, I mean, it, at that day and age, you I mean, you know, it, it's a healthy balance of being who we are and, and being entitled to our own opinions, but also having the respect, like you said, you know, very eloquently that everybody else is entitled to their opinions also. And, you know, that's what makes the world go around. That's why that's why I'm always, you know, very, uh, very transparent about it. I don't care if you're gay, straight, tall, black, white, Republican, Democrat. You know, at the end of the day, you split us all open. We're all the same. And I think we want you know, the same I, things out of life, and it, it just it just makes the world go around. So I think I think you're spot on, and that's why I don't watch the news anymore. I'm I'm already sick to my stomach thinking about you know politics, and I'm already hearing stuff and seeing stuff, and it's like you know I told a friend of mine who used to be in a uh, we were both big political people. And I said, What are you going to do this time? And he goes, He goes, I think I'm just going to tune it all out. And then uh, he actually, it was so funny. He goes, I think I'm just going to tune it out. Maybe a couple of weeks before the election, I'm going to open up the book and I'm going to look and see what the issues are and see what's going on. And then I might go see if, if anybody's been, you know, refuted or, or, or debunked or whatever. And I'm going to make a decision based on who I think is the best for the country. And I thought, you know, that's exactly what I'm going to do. It's, I'm not going to listen to all this name calling and all this other crap. And it's hard in my own house because my wife is very passionate about it. And I've even actually had to put up my hand and, like, um nope, nope. Don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. Uh, end the story. Well, Let's talk you about. You know,
0: something. I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate in the chair and I have the same views, um, which makes life much easier. Right. Um, I, and you know, we've we've given money and we've hosted political folks at our house and we've done fundraisers and, um, it's important. But putting it on Facebook, I, I'm, I'm going to have a real challenge. Um, in fact, I. I put I broke broke the religious one. I got my tail handed to me. Um I I had this question around Easter time. I do a question every night on Facebook at at eight thirty called the okay late night Facebook question.
1: Yep. I love um I
0: I use social media to generate community and conversation and that as a sideline generates business. But I put out a question that I, I had a I was really curious. Um Easter was coming, you know, and my question was, okay, if Jesus came back, like he's supposed to, do according to that holiday, um, where do you think he'd show up? And, and I, <laughs> I truly wanted to, you know, How well, you hey, laugh, but but if he's <laughs> supposed to show up, he's got to show up somewhere, right? Right. That's and a good I question. just, I, I want, to, yeah, I, it's it's one of those things. See, my feeling is he would probably just come back and not announce himself and just do good works. And yeah. you know, but I, I don't know. You know, so what happened? Somebody yeah, laid you out. The, the best answer I got was Easter Island. Somebody said he would come back to Easter Island <laughs> on Easter, and that just you know. But I was getting reamed for just ask, for asking a thought-provoking question.
1: Wow! So that person, yeah. that person needs to get a life and then not be so. Uh, oh, it wasn't so-
0: one person. Oh no, it was it was many. Really? Uh, I took it, yeah, I took it by, you know, some thought I was making fun of it, but wait, I, I'm I'm just asking. You know, if you have that, that belief and it's strong, you know, show me, tell me, what's your thought? Rome? You know, the Vatican?
1: Right.
0: Um Salt Lake City? You know, White? what? what uh, could it be, you know. White Castle? Uh, I'm sorry, what?
1: <laughs> White Castle?
0: White Castle, you know. Uh, hey, may, and maybe it isn't one of the Christian religions. He could show up somewhere else. So it was just a curious. So I there are a lot of things I have to avoid. On and it, oh man, it, it is difficult.
1: Wow, you so, just made me you way, something. You you just made me realize something, Hank. If I ever go right. for a job interview, there are 113 episodes that somebody could listen to and go, "Holy shit, that guy's fucking crazy." <laughs> I just realized yes, that. Um, you know, yeah. I oh, well.
0: I used to do movie reviews for a, a website called FilmMonthly dot com, uh, okay. where we get it right almost all the time, or uh, or the other slogan was "We see them, so you don't have to." Um, and didn't realize it at the time, but did you know that things you put on the internet are forever?
1: Mm. No.
0: And and I would use very colorful language in many of my reviews, especially if I didn't like the movie. Um, oh, and. Yeah. So if you look me up on Google, and I'm not telling anybody to look me up, H-A-N-K-Y-U-L-O-F-F, um, <laughs> if you go back about six or, six or seven pages, you start to see those movie reviews. And oh my goodness. So uh, that stuff's forever. So you do have to be careful. Uh, one of the reasons I, I try not to swear on the radio show, um, <clears> though <throat> so I have slipped a few times, is that kind of a thing. I, I, I'm Trying to get people to hire us to help them with their, their marketing, and we are really good at it. But if they think me using a four-letter word disqualifies me, um, then I really, you know, I want to put them into my funnel. I don't want them to escape.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's—I mean—in the same respect, somebody might listen to you and go, "Wow, that guy's a real-world person. He's not all pretentious and stuff," and, and might actually want to give you the business more.
0: Yeah but let's let's look at the odds. What are the odds that somebody if I use a four letter word, um what are the odds that somebody will say, "Well, that's the guy I want" cuz he'll tell me straight or is it a higher odds that somebody would get turned off by it? And I'm trying to play the odds. You know, right. what side of that? Um I I just started putting something together um when I I'm teaching sales to different clients. Um there are there are four numbers. It's the the five, the twenty, the sixty, and the fifteen. And if you total those four numbers, if they equal a hundred, so they're all percentages.
1: The sounds like freeways in California.
0: Yes, <laughs> um, the the five is is the five percent. Those are the ideal clients. Those are the ones that uh, we use. If you're in sales, you call them bluebirds. They don't come around that often, and you really love them. They are the best. And I have a, a, a complete demographic for that person. I know who she is, literally. Um, I've run into her about six times in my career. The 20 is that those, are those clients that you love. They're the ones that when they call, whether they are a top spender or a minimum spender, they are the ones that appreciate you. You love working with them. And it just it's a great relationship, and it makes it wonderful to go to work. The sixty is the, the average. It's the most of your you know, most of your business. It's the, the stuff that you get all the time. And that bottom fifteen, that fifteen, that last number, those are the ones that you kinda have to get rid of. Uh and when you do a, a review of your client list, those are the ones that you know, we call them PETA clients, pain in the um
1: mm-hmm.
0: they demand too much and They're rarely, these are the ones that say they'll be your best customer and they never are. Um, But we look at, and and it's always good to look at, who those folks are. And demographically, just like you can target the best clients, you can figure out who the ones you don't want are. And and that's kind of important when you're looking to put your marketing plan together.
1: It's it's very, and and for me, go ahead.
0: Well, I was going to say, so for me, the, um, those bottom 15 you know, are probably the ones that don't mind if I curse and then everything else. So, you know, I, I want, <laughs> I'm not trying for that. I'm, I'm trying to be better.
1: Sure. Yeah. And I've, I've, trust me, you know, me, uh, I, we've had lots of discussions about this. I've had lots of people tell me like, God, Chris, you know, if you just did this and just did that, put the suit and tie back on, you know? So oh, for me, man. it's, for me, it's at the point, you know, it's like, okay, Hey, if you like me and it's great, you know, then cool. Come along for the ride. Um, but Absolutely. one of the things, I mean, what what you're talking about you know is authenticity and transparency and I want to ask you how important is that in marketing these days you know with traditional companies that are out there I mean, is it important for um for customers to see who people really are, or as customers, do we still want to see okay who's the ideal person who fits within my realm of things? I mean, talk to us about a little bit about that uh,
0: it's an an amazing question um and, and thank you let me let me give you the some history, um, let's go back about 20 years, uh, you know, pre, pre-internet. pre um, You might tell someone, um, call for our free brochure or, you know, a toll-free number, or you would give them a brochure or you would give them a couple of tips. And they couldn't really check you out. And also, let's say that they wanted to, you know, 10 tips on building your business they couldn't really get that because there wasn't a resource. You could go to books and everything, but you know, it, it wasn't as easily available. Now, this little website called Google, if somebody mm-hmm. wants tips on making their website better or any number of different things, they can find videos that will walk them through. They can find you know, everything on the internet. So, when it comes to them getting to know you, you have to be transparent. A because if somebody is referred to you, they're going to uh, they're going to check you out anyway. And by blogging and giving away information, the whole goal is wow. If that's what they give away, imagine how good they are when they work with me. And if they're mm-hmm. that transparent, showing you know here's how we do it, <laughs> you know here's our system, uh, th- that makes them want to to work with you more. Um, Sharon and I are starting a business uh we're opening an office a second office in Arizona uh in Sedona and it's going to be called Sedona Marketing Retreats and the website that we're putting together for that is going to have all sorts of cool free marketing ideas because we the type of client we're trying to atta- attract uh is going to need a lot of help and we want to give them a lot of help because when they work with us there they're going to be get, getting us for a full year so we
1: want them to know what they're getting into. Hmm. And that's, and that's, so. I think that's really important. And I appreciate you saying that because it's, you know, I've asked that question of a couple of people, and I get varying degrees of answers. Of, of, uh, you know, well, my business side is this, and this is what I want to portray when I'm on the business side. And you know, if people see me, you know, going to strip clubs and and doing pot, and you know, that's my personal side and, and stuff like that. But another question I had when I was well, talking to people about well, interviewing.
0: Why? Why hurt yourself that way?
1: I know. That's I, mean, what, that's what I, I I'm, I'm just,
0: obnoxious as it is. I don't. I don't need them to see me. Not. Not that I do drink. I mean, you know, that one beer a month or whatever. But why do I need to put that out there? Why do I need to to make it? Why should I make it easy for somebody to decide not to do business with me?
1: Right. Just yeah. Just like
0: we were talking about personally interviewing. You know, your personal marketing. HR directors are not looking for a reason to bring you in. They are looking for a reason to exclude you. Mm-hmm. They get a hundred resumes, two hundred resumes, and they're trying to, to get through it. So if you have misspellings, or if they track you down on the internet, and you're doing a bunch of stupid stuff, you've excluded yourself. Why do that to yourself? You know, I, great. I, I get it. You're cool. You're awesome. You're bitching. But just don't do that to yourself. Just do that behind a closed door.
1: Right. Unless you're me.
0: <laughs> but even um, you you know You know, okay, so let's turn it around for you. Don't let them see you in a suit. They'll know you're not they'll know you're not, you know <laughs> they're you're not for real in your head then.
1: Exactly. No, it's true. I, I get I get a lot of interesting things. It's, it's, it's all good. But you uh you guys, for uh, for those of you guys just joining us, uh, we're on the Kick-Ass Radio Show. We're talking with my guest tonight, Hank Uloff. We're talking about personal marketing and business marketing. Hank, shoot us kick-ass okay. tip number one, my friend.
0: Oh, let's, you know, I have the tips, and I, I even put them on the board in front of me. Actually, we already talked about um, one of them a little bit, so we're, we're going to add to it. Um, social media it is not a silver bullet in marketing. It is just one of the methods of staying in touch with your customers. um Remember that the keyword word there is social uh be sociable and have some fun- while you occasionally slip some business- some bit of business in there and um the example is if you were at a backyard barbecue. And somebody you hadn't met was also at that barbecue, and they handed you a card and said, "Hi, I'm an insurance agent. We should talk. Are you going to want to talk to them?" No. no. So, with social media, remember it's social, and second, it's not it's not the silver bullet. You have to do other marketing things.
1: That's no, number one. You're 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 so you're so true on that, Hank, and I appreciate you bringing that up because um, I've had some people recently. I've had this one guy, and I God, I hope he's listening. Um, he he got my name. Somebody referred him to me for some speakers bureau. I kid you not, the guy has called me every single day, leaving me this message saying, "Hi, I'm so and so. His name's Austin. My name's Austin, and I'm with such and such speakers bureau, and I really need to talk to you, and uh, you need to call me, and just like this demanding, arrogant kind of." And I'm like. Dude, seriously, I got your fucking message, you know, give me a few days to call you back when I got when I'm, you know, got some time, but it's just it's just interesting cuz some people just want to jam stuff down your throat and it's just not the way to go and um our mutual friend Larry Broughton told me he goes, you know, what a lot of social media is is just building that, like you said, that building that community, building that trust and that loyalty because people are going to buy from you when they know, like, and trust you and just building a fan, a fan base where people go, wow, you know, I need somebody to, to kick my ass. Who do I need? Christopher Roush. I need somebody for marketing. Hank Guloff. I need somebody for web design. Cynthia Lay. You want to be that person who's known in that industry because people know, like, and trust you. Um, And one of the questions I have for you about social media, Hank is um, talk to us about the different types of social media platforms. We've got LinkedIn, we got Twitter, we got Instagram, we got Facebook, we got all these different things. Do you recommend different types of marketing, you know, subtle marketing in those different types of, uh, of platforms? I mean, obviously LinkedIn is a business platform, but talk to us about maybe some of the different ways we need to look at that.
0: Uh, Okay. Let's, let's, take one step back. <laughs> when it comes to social media, it, let's begin with the end in mind. You know, what? It, what is your goal? Um, dep- the one you want to use kind of depends on who your target market is. Um, yeah. LinkedIn is far more business. Facebook is more social, but yet I use Facebook and, and 10% of my new business comes from Facebook. So, it's not necessarily what it is. It's which, you know, it's how it works and what you do on it. I, ha- I don't have as much luck with LinkedIn. Sharon does, but it, part of it is just the way we approach using it. Um, if we were targeting a, a much younger market, you know, Pinterest and, and, you know, Snapchat, uh, then whichever other one comes online, um, you have to go where your client is. Um, You know, one of the other tips that market, you know, the kick-ass tips I was going to give you is that the more the um, you have to let your clients interact with you the way they're comfortable. So if that's where your clients are hanging out, then you go there. You don't just pick one and make it work. Um, You know, I'm not a big -er 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 -er. (laughs) Twitterer. I just kind of let my, you know, my Facebook posts just automatically go to Twitter and every now and then I'll post something on Twitter but I think Twitter is a way of getting in a lot of trouble. Uh, you know all the time you hear all these celebrities, well, they post it on Twitter, and it's just too easy to to mess up. Um, but if you want to interact with your clients, you know life is that passing parade and and you want to be where they are. Um, if they like emailing with you, then let them if they text you their orders, let them text you uh, if they want to mail you a letter, let them. You know, whatever is the most comfortable way for them to grow their relationship with you is where you have to be and and if social media is one of them, then that's great but to to pick a social media platform and say, "I'm going to be here is working it backwards
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's very true and you and you brought up a really good point which my which leads me to my next question hank is you talked about you know go to where your customers are at. Um, I just heard this recently. I'm, I'm big into generational leadership and teaching people how to work with the different generations in the workplace. Um, I heard a stat the other day that said Gen Ys, who are younger generation, they are set to be the most predominant generation in about the year 2020 as baby boomers begin or continue to retire and unfortunately, you know, go on to their next stage of life. Um, Gen Xers are a very small segment. We are, we're a small segment. Uh, talk to us about Gen Ys and and some marketing uh, aspects that that we should be considering since they're going to be the predominant generation for us to deal with as we uh, as we continue to uh, mature, as we say. Oh man,
0: uh, <laughs> this this was this came to me blatantly. Um, we we do a, a two day boot camp twice a year, promotionally minded marketing days. And we just did it in March, and I was teaching a segment on demographics. And I looked out in the audience, and I realized I had several different generations there. So I asked, um, in fact, you know her, Susan Shepard, to come up, and I asked uh, um, my social media expert, Kay Wallace, to come up. I asked Kay's in her fifties, Susan's a little older. Um, I asked uh, a trainer to come up; he's in his mid forties, and um, I asked a kid. I had two brothers that were there. Um, they're 16-year-old twins. And I was so impressed when I had met them, I asked them to come, gave them a free ticket. So I had one of the kids come up. And we started talking about how you are getting your information. And the the youngest one, um, he's not in front of television. If he's going to catch something, it's going to be on a tablet or on his computer, um, his, he and his friends are, are texting. So, it, you know, if you can get there, uh, if you have a texting service, that might be it. Um, targeting a younger demographic, um, is a little bit, you know, like trying to hit a, a very moving target. Um, but that's the, that's going to be the way it is anytime you have whatever generation is youngest, uh, because that's where the, the most change is taking place. Um, if you are, you know, if that is your market, Hey, look at college newspapers, look at their website, you know, that they, they still have them. Um, you know, again, begin with the end in mind. Where are they? Where is your business? Is it geographically important? Um, you may, you're going to want to do videos and, and hopefully you'll find, uh, be able to be amusing and funny and, and you're, they'll go viral and they'll be targeted, you know, to that market. Um, you could do some advertising on youtube but, it, but figure out where your eyeballs are going to be and that, that's the, the best advice i can be for, for that generation um just know that they it, it is a very different generation compared to um the previous couple um, mm-hmm. they don't they don't really you know care about you know working at one place for 10 20 years Um, they're going to go through a bunch of jobs showing up on time uh, is not as important to them uh, as my 21 year old assistant will, will uh, back me up on that. (laughs) Um, I'll tell (laughs) you. Wow. Uh, It's a different, it's a different world, but you know, yeah, if you're flexible enough with it, um, ask their opinion, do a lot of surveys with them and and reward them for answering the surveys. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, just just good marketing, and don't take them for granted, and don't try not to talk down to them.
1: Yep, it's very true, and and I found out through my experience in in working with them, is they have a social conscience, which some people don't seem to think and recognize, but they really do. They they want to work for companies, and they want to they want to buy products that are socially conscious minded that they give back to the environment or they're helping some sort of uh disadvantaged organization or they're doing something. So it's really cool that they are very passionate about that. I've met so many Gen Ys recently that don't even care about, you know, the car. They're like, yeah, I mean, at 19 years old. I don't have a driver's license, you know. I just take an Uber everywhere or I take, you know, I take a bus or, or oh, I catch, friends, oh, I catch a, or, great catch a ride story. with with friends. And it's just it's it's, like, it's really super there. cool. It's really super sure. cool. I mean, you just get to know them.
0: Sharon and I were were, um, walking down, gosh, what street we were in. We were walking down the street. And, in fact, it was just outside our, you know, near our house. We were walking home from getting coffee. And three Gen wires are skateboarding by, and I'm listening to their conversation. Oh, let's go to, and they mentioned a a pizza place that was right around the corner. And they said, oh, and then we'll Uber back. And it was like, you've got skateboards. Really? And you're going to (laughs) Uber back? Oh my gosh! You know, our, my parents. It would have been, you know, here's your bicycle, and or if you've got your skateboard, uh, you're riding it. Right. But oh, it was a. I was shocked and amazed and amused.
1: Well, maybe so they were going to go get liquored that, up.
0: No, they weren't old enough. And the pizza mm. place they were going to does not serve. you know, uh, no, that admit. <laughs> it, Drop it's out just maybe. There are all dude. There dude. are all sorts of of things that <laughs> that and options that are open uh, to this generation that didn't exist uh, when I was growing up, when you were growing up, when you know, thirty yeah. <laughs> something year olds were growing up. So that was that. I just thought that was the most amusing thing that they had yeah. their skateboards, and, but they were still going to Uber home.
1: That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's, we went I mean, to taxi home. Mm-hmm. That's I, I love. Uber. I think it's, I think it's great. I mean, it's I mean, it's I fantastic. I have never Ubered. It's great. I have
0: not Ubered. I I have it's, a car. Yeah. In fact, I am socially conscious. I have a Prius. Prius. <laughs> Got
1: a Prius. A lot blue Prius. No. <laughs> so Frank, uh, so Hank uh, Frank not Hank Hank Frank Frank the Tank Frank the Tank. Give us another kick-ass tip, my friend. Uh,
0: blogging. Blogging is good.
1: Blogging good. How's that? Blogging, blogging good. good. <laughs> uh,
0: we, we That's the best, yeah, three-word tip. Blogging is good. Uh, we mentioned one of the ways that, that people get to know you is they check you out. And um, by blogging, you get to let people see your personality and you're giving out some content. That's the social side. On the mathematics side, on the web side of it, Um, If your website changes more often, uh, you get more SEO juice naturally from the search engines because they see your website is changing, uh, you're using the Internet, you're interested in using the Internet, you want to promote the use of the Internet. uh, So by blogging often, um, and you can define often however you wish, um, Sharon blogs every day, I blog once a week, um, except when I don't, you have to be consistent. As long as you're consistent, uh, that's what helps you. But blogging is the best way. Let's say you're a retail store; you're not going to change your prices all that often, but you can blog and you can, you know, talk about things that you're doing. So that's that's your next tip: blogging. Blogging, be good
1: blogging be good. So give some advice to people out there who potentially haven't been blogging or don't know what to blog about. I know um I was talking uh, to my wife, she's in sales And she sells international mailing services. And I said, you know, here's what I would do if I were you, because she's independent. I mean, she works for a company and everything. And I said, I would start setting up. I would start blogging about, you know, the benefits of, you know, international mailing, and you know, and giving new tips, and you know, do a YouTube, uh, you know, quick tips, you know, and just be be the expert in your industry. I'm always teaching people be the expert in your industry, no matter what it is. Give uh give some ideas of, of people if they're just like, you know, I own a camera store, what am I gonna blog about? Um uh, I mean, well, do but... let,
0: I'll tell you what, let's let's talk about it. Um, okay. First of all, when I say blogging, for those of you that are listening, I am not asking for war and peace. I I'm looking for you know, three hundred to five hundred words usually, occasionally go up over a thousand. That's what Google's looking for. Um you already know how to do this. Chris, uh you have you ever uh were you ever in high school English class?
1: No, I actually made it to the 7th grade and then I dropped out.
0: Damn it. Okay, in 7th grade, did you ever have an English teacher that wanted you to write a book a book report?
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Just my day, so yeah. In my master's program, I, in my master's program, I wrote a lot, so I had a lot of. Okay, lot of in
0: your master's, geez, you make it difficult.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm
0: just going to take over.
1: All right, and so, I'm not masturbating. Um,
0: your high school, your high school teacher and your college teachers, they wanted you to write a paper, and it and it, it it has five paragraphs. The first paragraph is your what you tell people what you're going to tell them. You have three supporting paragraphs, and then you the fifth paragraph is you told them what you told them. You have uh, learned APA how to blog.
1: Crap, I hate that APA style.
0: You, But you've learned how to blog. And you know how many words that usually comes out to be?
1: Mm. 300
0: to 500. One full sheet of paper. So, nice. at the end of that blog, you also want to have a call to action. Hey, for more information about this, you know, fill in this web form, call my phone number. There's Some call to action. Give them something to do because they want to. You have to lead them down the road. Now, what are you going to blog about? There are ten questions people always ask me when we're looking at doing a marketing plan together. Those are ten blog posts. The questions people always ask you: You know, how do you? How are you going to charge us? How do you do this? What? How long does it take to do this? All of the who, what, where, when, hows, hows. The next ten blogs are the 10 questions you wish they would ask you.
1: Ooh, nice.
0: So that when people say, you know, gee, hey, we're going to a trade show. What should we do? I don't have to sit on the phone with them for three hours and go through it. I say, you know what? If you go to to OurMarketingGuy.com, that's a subtle plug. If you go to OurMarketingGuy.com and just type in trade shows, you're going to get several different blogs that, that will take you from beginning during and what to do after a trade show so you're gonna have a better trade show experience. Now, I send them there, I don't have to repeat everything all the time. And I've gotten hmm. to my website where I want them. I want people to get to know me on my website because that's how you know that's how they're gonna make a buying decision.
1: Yeah, and it also, like you said, you know, people are going to be Googling like, "What do I do at a trade show?" And all of a sudden, Hank Ulas, you know, uh, blog is going to come up, and it's going to answer the question. They're going to be like, "Wow, this guy gave me some free information. Let me just talk, let me go talk to him and see if he if he curses when he gives marketing plans."
0: Yeah, but he doesn't. So yeah, it, it, <laughs> just, yes, you would go to the again subtle subtle plug powermarketingguy.com, dot uh, com, and that's where you would do that. Yeah, you're, that, that's exactly what you should do. So um, blogging, it, it is a I have more more clients, you know, have their sphincters tightened when I tell them they're going to be blogging than almost any other thing that I want them to start doing. Uh, and and it really, all I can think of it is it goes back to school and when, when people didn't want to write those book reports or current events or whatever, um, it is effort. And the other part of blogging is it isn't just the the writing of it. You have to go in the back, you know of your WordPress blog and uh, tag it and add links to it. And there are a lot of things you can do uh, in order to make that blog more effective. In fact, if, if you'd like, if you're listening and you want tips on how to do that, um, Sharon's blog is, is wonderful. She's done videos on it. Uh, and that is um, that says it all.com. And that's her blog.
1: That says it all.com. Nice. That
0: Says it all. Yeah, that, that says awesome.
1: it all. I mean, it's, it's, and you're right. It's so important. And for a while, I was – and I will admit, I raised my hand. I haven't been blogging very much lately. Um, but for a while after I would do the radio shows, I would do a blog, and I would put links to the radio show in the blog. And then I would do a YouTube video on you know a very encapsulated, so I had all these different links back and forth to everything, and I was doing really uh-huh. good. And then I uh, then I got lazy. I was like, oh yeah, I mean like, that guest wasn't very interesting, so I don't feel like it. But you know, it is really important. Actually, and I've written down um, your tips, so I'm going to actually uh, incorporate those and get back into it because you have inspired me.
0: I want to inspire you.
1: You you do, Hank. You really do.
0: Um, <laughs> you know, you so know one of the. Uh, let me add one one postscript to that. Um, if you are blogging and then you stop for a long for a period of time, um, people will say, "Oh, I wonder if you're still in business. They haven't blogged for a year and a half."
1: So yeah. there is a the
0: downside. You know, once you start, you know, you got to keep going.
1: Yep, yep. And one of my tips to people is I, I'm a I'm a I'm 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 like I get writer's block sometimes. So what I do is I use a digital voice recorder. And my digital voice recorder will sync with a program called Dragon Naturally Speaking. And I can be driving home and say, you know what? Oh, my God, I just got a blog idea about, you know, uh, bad drivers or whatever the hell it is. And then I just speak into my digital voice recorder. I come home. I plug it into my computer. It transcribes it. I neaten up the language. And like you said, I go into my WordPress site and I do some stuff. But, you know, the value is there because people will connect with you when they understand who you are and what you're about. I just did a video last week. I don't know if you saw it, but I was uh, somebody sent me or linked me in a Facebook post about this poor cat, this poor little kitten called the Ugly Cat. And I was simply sitting in the drive-thru of In-N-Out Burger, and I grabbed my phone and I said, I'm going to do this post on Ugly. You know, it was basically a vlog a video log, a video blog, whatever the hell you call it. And um, it got, I mean, it got shared out out the wazoo and I just did it in the freaking drive through and people like, Oh my God, that's so great. And this needs to be shared and the uh, the other country needs to be hearing this. And, you know, so the, the, the message I'm saying to you guys out there listening is don't overthink it. Like Hank said, you know, it doesn't have to be a, a manuscript. It can be actually some blogs, you know, can be very simple. If it's just like, Hey, you know, here's what's going on. Check this out. I just, I just saw, you know, a great article, you know, put that stuff up there and uh, you know, just get it out there and it doesn't have to be much. And another thing I recommend with this is is just have a social media campaign together for your for your business and for yourself, um, so that you can kinda have some sort of schedule and, and kind of like, okay, you know, Sunday's blogging day and you know, Wednesday is this and, and stuff like that. But Hank, give us uh give us your uh, I think we're um you gave us kind of a couple we, of tips at the same time. Um give us your last kick ass tip. I think you've given kick out. Wow, we are a- we
0: are running out of time. Let me let me get to Um, a couple of ones. Um, First, uh, when you're planning a marketing project, I had already said this, begin with the end in mind. Uh, Decide what you want to accomplish and work backwards. That will tell you, that will help you quite often uh, who you're going to talk to, what the message is going to be, and more importantly, when you have to get things done. For example, if you're doing a newsletter and you want it to go out the third Wednesday of the month, by the way, if you're doing a newsletter, it should always go out the same day of the month, um work backwards, and you'll figure out, okay, I have to have it to the printer by then, which means I have to have it proofread by then, which means going backwards, I have to have it written by then, so begin with the end of the mo- uh, end in mind and work backwards and that that way you'll know um the other one um, the more different ways you market your business that you use, the more successful you will be and Let me give you a visual on that. Um, does your does your house have a roof, Chris?
1: Nope, it's a convertible. Of course it has a roof.
0: Okay, just play just with me, you son of a gun. You're going to make me <laughs> swear. Um, Sarcasm. Okay,
1: would Reef that load. roof
0: stay up really well if you just had one wall? The answer is no.
1: Come on, you're asking me if rhetorical would it, questions.
0: I'm going to ask you two it more. Would, would, it, would, it stay up, would it stay up better if you had two walls?
1: Of yes, course, it
0: would. Would it and stay that better with three?
1: And it needs a good foundation too.
0: Absolutely. So the more ways, if your business and your sales are the roof of your business, then the more ways, the more walls the way that you are marketing your company, uh, the better your sales will be. And and one of that reasons is, um, let's say you do du- use direct mail. Sometimes direct mail works. Sometimes it doesn't. You can do the same offer two different weeks and one week it works and one doesn't same thing with uh, internet offers same you know any way you're marketing sometimes it's just not going to work um if you go to networking groups sometimes there nobody else will show up for the networking group you have to be marketing your business a lot of different ways uh how do i define a lot it varies uh we at the last time we looked at at our company we were into the 20s um, and there are a heck of a lot more ways that that we could do it. So, uh, the more things you're doing, the better it'll be for your company overall.
1: Mm, yes, and and one of the things that we have a few minutes left is we've talked a lot about digital like marketing and marketing through social media and stuff like that. Talk to us about the importance of just getting in front of people. I mean, that's one of the things that one of my mentors told me, like, Chris, he goes, you're doing a great job in social media, but you need to get out in front of people and, and shake hands and go to networking events. Talk to us about the importance of that, or is that as important as it was, you know, 10 or 20 years ago?
0: Um, wow. That is that is a, a radio show in itself. Uh, <laughs> I will say, yes, minutes. it's important. Uh, you want to be seen everywhere, you know, just like online and offline. Uh, if your business is local, uh, networking groups are great. Uh, I am a chamber holic. I'm in four of them. Um, I'm in a hard networking group, uh, but I, being a chamber holic, I know how to work those groups to my advantage. Um, if you say join a chamber then don't show up on behalf of that chamber, thank you for the check. It's not going to work. You have to show up. Uh, Same thing with with any networking group. You have to be there and you have to be engaged. And, again, that's a whole radio show in itself.
1: Right, right. Just
0: like like 12-step programs. It works if you work it. Keep coming back.
1: Yep, and that could be actually a, t- a subject for your radio show. So uh, why don't you share with everybody, again, your social media contacts, your website, your uh, your beautiful wife's website, and how people can continue the conversation with you after this uh, show ends.
0: Awesome. Uh, we'll do that. Um, the website is OurMarketingGuy.com. That's O-U-R, not H-O-U-R. OurMarketingGuy.com. On there, it's uh blog. You can send us whatever marketing tip question you have, and we'll actually answer it. Uh, You get a link to our radio show, which is called The Marketing Checklist. Uh, Everything is there. Uh, If you're going to find me on social media, at Facebook, the easiest is at Hank Hank Uloff, H-A-N-K-Y-U-L-O-F-F, same for Twitter. And the Facebook business page, the fan page is Our Marketing Guy as well. Um, That's where you track me down. If you want to track down Sharon, who is far smarter than I am, she is my brain. Uh, she, her website is
1: that says it com. That says it com. Well, yep. um, my last question to you is, is aside from the two books you've written, what is, what has been the most influential book that you've read? That's got you the most success in your business.
0: Oh man. You yep. know, there are, there are a bunch of them. Um, you know I could there are, let's see, let me give you a couple that are always around. Um, I really like appreciation marketing um I like the ultimate sales letter, which is Dan Kennedy's book. Mm-hmm. Uh, think and Grow Rich. It's always good to just open that up and grab a couple of pages when you have a time yeah. um, you know th- and of course, my own book, uh the marketing checklist, I think is the best, you know but that's, <laughs> that's just my own opinion. So of
1: course, those are of course.
0: That, there are, there are a lot of good books uh um, that are around I think that it's good to have a bunch of books around and every now and then grab a page or two um yeah. just like blogging reading can be a chore so if you break it up in a little bits you're good
1: Yep. It's so true. Hank, I want to thank you very much for being on the Kick Ass Radio Show. You are uh you are a wealth of knowledge. You're entertaining as well. And for you guys out there listening, just really, you know, just pay attention to the things we talked about over the last fifty five minutes. Um and really take them to heart. You know, whether it's your own personal brand and what you're putting out there in the universe as far as your nine to five job or if you want to become an entrepreneur, really take these 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 tips seriously and get in touch with Hank. He's a he's a straight up guy. I, I I totally recommend him. He and his wife are awesome. Um and and, and just for my longtime listeners, thank you. So much for tuning into the Kickass Radio Show again and again and again. I thank you so much. If you guys have an idea for a particular guest or a show idea, send us an email: info at show dot com. Again, that's info well, at show dot com. And uh, we just really appreciate it. Coming up next week, uh, Memorial Day is coming up on Monday. I haven't decided if I'm going to do a broadcast or if I'm just going to do yes, a replay. You are. Oh, I haven't figured that out yet. Anyways, uh, thank you guys all. Hank, Sharon, you guys have a great night. And uh, to all my Kick-Ass fans out there, I love you. You guys rock and make life happen.